in celebration of the city's selection as the third best Asian travel destination of 2016. Korea FM has teamed up with Jeonju City Government to send a box of 10 Jeonju-style chocolate pies to the first 20 people who sign up. Visit bit.ly.com slash Jeonju Chocolate Pies to register before all that chocolate goodness is gone. Talk radio, music, and podcasts from the Korean Peninsula. KoreaFM.net Jeonju, South Korea is the third best Asian travel destination of 2016, at least according to Lonely Planet, the world's largest travel guidebook publisher. And to learn more about how cities make their way onto these and other rankings Lonely Planet puts out each year, I spoke with one of its guidebook writers based here in Asia. My name is Rebecca Milner. I'm based in Tokyo. I've lived here for uh, 14 years. I work on uh, guides to Japan and Korea and China. Um, I've been working as a writer for Lonely Planet uh, for six years now. So, of course, Rebecca, we're speaking because Lonely Planet recently released what it calls its picks for, quote, where to go in Asia for the next 12 months. And Jeonju, a city here in South Korea, where I live, uh, was selected. And we'll get into that specifically here in a moment. But first, could you just talk about how long Lonely Planet has been doing these kinds of lists and uh, what do they look for um, when they're trying to figure out what to include? We've been doing best in travel uh you know, globally for at least as long as I've been there. Um, but then, then going in, in deeper and doing these, um, you know, best in Asia, best in Europe, uh, best in the Americas, I, I think that's fairly new. Um, but uh, basically, us writers, they ask us for our input, and, uh, you know, we, sh- we shoot off some suggestions based on the places that we've uh, – covered in research or traveled, uh, you know, just, just for fun as well, um, in the last year. So it's, it, it's hard. People always ask, you know, oh, like what, there's not really like a checklist, uh, you know, for, for something to qualify. Um, you know, a lot, lots of times it's because there's a new, you know, there's a new opening, you know, like a big, you know, a, a major museum or something like that. And that, you know, that's obviously timely. It has a hook. So, uh, those kind of places get picked, but otherwise, it's it's uh, it's places that are generating buzz, um, you know, or or places that, depending on you know, with with the sort of rise and fall of of different travel trends, that you know, just sort of feel like uh, of the moment. Because I, I contributed to uh, Hokkaido in in Japan, and that's and that's you know, obviously, we've got the new Shinkansen going up. Uh, up there that that just opened this year and uh a lot more um push to make it more of a of a year-round destination and not just a ski destination and then so on the list uh number one hokkaido japan you said that uh, you specifically contributed to that and uh, then we go into number two which is Shanghai, China, which is somewhere that I've been. Obviously, a very important city for Asia, very important city for China. You know, millions of people, lots to offer. But then you come up to Jeonju, South Korea, at number three, pretty high on the list. Um, and I have to tell you, as someone who lives here in South Korea and also someone who's been to Jeonju, who has friends currently living in Jeonju, this was all kind of a, a head-scratcher for us, you know, a pleasant head scratcher, but um, we didn't see this coming. So could you talk about maybe what made Jeonju um, 
such a, a high place on this list? What, what, what really made it stand out? Well, like I said, I, I didn't I didn't choose the, the the placement on the list. I just threw out some ideas of places that I had visited uh, recently and that I thought were sort of ready for for prime time. And so, what struck me about Jeonju, I was there uh, last year in spring as part of um, research for the new edition of Lonely Planet Korea, which came out uh, this year. And so I'd never been to Jeonju before. I'd been to South Korea um, several times. You know, I live in Tokyo. It's quite popular to go to, you know, to Seoul for a, a long weekend, you know, when the exchange rate is is favorable. Um, but what, what struck me about Jeonju, and I'm sure there are, I'm, and I'm sure there are people out there, you know, who are like, why, why now? It's, you know, it's crowded. It's full of tourists. And, um you know that it was it was better when when it when it was a bit more off the beaten track. But what struck me about Jeonju is that there was just this incredible buzz that it was there was so many people there, and it was a place that's not really well well known. Uh, you know, perhaps outside of South Korea. And I thought, you know, that this was a place people were going to, and that more people should know about it. And then specifically about Jeonju, you know, they have a film festival. They're known for a certain type of bibimbap. Was there anything specific that uh, either that you have researched about or when you were there that you specifically enjoyed about Jeonju that people might find attractive if they're able to visit? Well, definitely the food. And and as I'm sure you know, uh, I mean, food tourism has been big in Asia for, I mean, it's not a trend. It's just it's just a given, right? Um, but, you know, in, 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 in other countries, especially, you know, in, in the States, um, Food tourism is really, really uh, coming up now, and Jeonju is just a fantastic place to eat. Uh, when I told you know Korean friends of mine that I was going to Jeonju, like the first thing they said was like, "Oh my God, you're going to eat so well," um, and and you do, and so I think I think that's really attractive. So obviously, Jeonju, um, like I said, a, a surprise, but for someone who is a very big fan of South Korea, such as myself, and you know, for South Koreans, obviously, this is a nice tip of the cap to them. Number three on this list of uh, Asian um, tourism destinations for 2016. Um, what, what do you think, just with your experience with Lonely Planet or you know, living in the region, obviously, as you mentioned, coming to South Korea from time to time and other countries, of course, in the area, where do you think this Lonely Planet list might go in the future? Is it about discovering kind of, if you will, those hidden gems as opposed to being like, yes, Tokyo is a good place to go. You know, everyone knows about Tokyo. Um, but also, you know, on the list this year, Shanghai was high up. I believe it was number two. So... It definitely does seem to include hidden gems, but it also includes very obvious destinations as well. What do you think might be featured in the future? I don't know. Like when it comes, I mean, yes, it's always about uncovering uncovering uh, hidden gems, or or you know, just just trying to pick up on places that that are that are starting to generate buzz. Um, but when it comes to places like big cities, you know, Shanghai, Tokyo, it's about it's about why go now. Um, so what what is it about about that city that uh, you know it, it's either striking a chord with with something you know that's happening on a larger cultural level, um, or you know, or it's it's because it's it's got uh, you know big big events or, or big openings coming up. Uh, I, I personally, when I nominate places to these lists, I don't like to nominate, you know, just because it's a, a, a big museum is opening. You know, I, I prefer, uh, you know, to, to find these these smaller places where I, I think, uh, you know, some, just something interesting is happening.
That's really interesting. I think the 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 big idea that I've taken away from speaking with you is that it's almost like um, these are very temporally minded. So like when you think of like space, you have um, the fourth dimension of time. So it's not just like Jeonju, South Korea, but it's specifically within the next year, whatever is happening there for whatever reasons, now is the time to visit Jeonju. Yeah, I, I would say that because, you know, I mean, and I, I can't see the future. I don't know if Jeonju is going to get get bigger. You know, it, it, when I when I was there, it was it was definitely, you know, there was there was a lot of tourists there. Um, but, you know, so suppose it does. Then, yeah, you, you'd, you'd want to go now, maybe before uh it, it gets, uh, you know, sort of codified on, on the tourist track. I mean, I, I think that that's always been, uh, you know, something that that Lonely Planet tries to do to try to I- identify places that are that are up and coming. I was also fortunate enough to speak with the deputy mayor of Jeonju to get his reaction to making Lonely Planet's top 10 Asian travel destinations of 2016 and to discuss how tourism has increased in his city in the past 10 years. My name is Bong Ob Cho. I'm Deputy Mayor of the City of Jeonju. So, Deputy Mayor Cho, what is your reaction to Jeonju being selected as one of the top 10 Asian travel destinations for 2016 as decided by Lonely Planet? Did this come as a surprise to you? First of all, on behalf of the City of Jeonju, I would like to thank Lonely Planet for choosing us. As you mentioned, uh, I was so surprised and and very pleased to hear the news. It was great uh, because it was the first time Lonely Planet has selected a top 10 nation several destinations. And Jeonju is also top city among them. Especially, it was very meaningful for us uh, as not group tourists, but a lot of backpackers and individuals find us very attractive. And after seeing many uh, reports covering it by the Lonely Planet and, and other major media, finally I could accept our recognition. And so let's talk about uh, tourism in Jeonju. What's the current status of um, what's going on in the city? Would you say that tourism has increased uh, over the last few years? And, and when tourists do come to Jeonju, where are they from? Are these Korean tourists? Are these Chinese tourists? Where are these tourists coming from? Uh, Jeonju is a city that has kept the Korea tradition and culture, but it was not recognized regarded as a famous tourist destination. But since early 2000, in Jeonju, uh, Hanok village was designated as a special zone for Korean tradition and culture. Jeonju has started becoming popular. Uh, according to research, which was conducted by the Ministry of the Interior and Industrial Affairs, last year, 9.65 million people visited Jeonju Hanok village, which means on average 26,000 people visited us every day. Actually, the number of visitors to Jeonju began to explode in the year 2009 after we completed major infrastructures and cultural facilities such as Fan Museum, traditional Sorin Museum. As you uh, asked me, the number of international tourists is expected about 200,000 people every year. Chinese are the largest group, followed by Japanese and American tourists. The number of Europeans, such as French, Italian, and German, some Swedish, 
uh, increasing steadily as well, but the number differs every year. Of course, most of the tourists are Koreans, especially young people, 20s or 30s. And then, Mr. Deputy Mayor, do you think that tourism is going to increase in Jeonju over the next few years? You just mentioned a, a few of the attractions that are bringing tourists to Jeonju currently, but are you looking forward to even more tourists coming to your city in the future? I think so. Jeonju has kept its title as a traditional city, the bountiful cultural asset for a long time. As you know, our city is a 1,300 years old historical city. And Hanok village has been there for a hundred years. So, based on these resources, Jeonju has focused on tradition and restoration projects since 2000. And now it's a kind of a new trend that people search for, for a natural atmosphere, old things, wellness, nostalgia, and somewhat laid back tourism. So, our city has become popular. Also, our natural and real Korean style have appealed to a lot of international visitors. As you know, Jeonju uh, is, even 10 years ago, Jeonju was not a famous tourist destination like Gyeongju or Jeju. But as Lonely Planet named Jeonju as one of the tourist destinations in Asia, we expect Jeonju to become more popular internationally beyond our border. So, uh, as Lonely Planet uh, mentioned, Jeonju is a city that best captures Korea's tradition and culture. I think I recommend, if you want to feel and experience real Korea, please come to Jeonju. I'm looking forward to seeing you in Jeonju. And then finally, Mr. Deputy uh, Mayor Cho, um, you know, if someone wants to come visit Jeonju, I've been to your city a few different times myself, but if I were to go with some of my friends um, here in Seoul, make the trip down, and they'd never been there, well, what would you recommend that we see? Uh, what, what are some of the favorite things that you like about your city? There are many things to recommend to you, but I want to say, stay Hano, wear Hanbo, traditional Korean clothing, eat bibimbap, experience making Korean traditional paper, and watch pansori musicals. Also, there are so much delicious food in Jeonju, so it is difficult to recommend only some places. I would like to recommend tourists like this in the morning in terms of food. For breakfast, eat kongnamul bukbap, which is bean sprout soup. For lunch, have bibimbap. But don't forget, you should mix rice and vegetables in chopsticks, not spoon, so that you don't crush the rice. For snack, try street food, like fried skid, which was mentioned by uh, Rebecca Miller, Lonely Planet, and macaroni ice cream, and so on. Excellent. That's right. When I visited Jeonju, I, of course, had Jeonju bibimbap. That's something that uh, everyone should do when you visit Jeonju. Definitely go crazy when it comes to food. So, uh, Deputy Mayor Cho, thank you so much for speaking with me. Okay. Thank you for having me. I'm Chance Dorland for KoreaFM.net. Subscribe with iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. And if you enjoy what you hear, like us on Facebook. Also, consider throwing a little cash our way by visiting patreon.com slash koreafm. And find more of our great content on our home on the web, koreafm.net.